0: I'm happy, the blood inside of me, the life inside of me where I go.
1: Hello everyone, this is Kingdom Empowerment Inc. Radio, amen, so we're just going to start right away, hallelujah, As are, let's go ahead and start, Father we just thank you today, we bless you, we give you glory, we thank you for your work, we thank you for your spirit, and we Committing ourselves before you today. In the name of Jesus. Touch every aspect of our life. Touch our mind. Touch our body. Touch our soul. Renew us, O God. In the name of Jesus. Hallelujah. Thank you for your spirit. Teach us today, O oh God. We are fed at your feet. We need you in our lives. In the name of Jesus. Amen. Hallelujah, I hope we are all doing great, and today is the day that the Lord has made, we will rejoice and be glad in it, amen. I hope you'll be following us with the, this uh, topic, the Satan ways that we are being I mean, the, the way that the devil put people in bondage through strongholds. So we've gone through several uh, fathers. We've done, gone through wrong course, uh, choices. We've gone through mind, and we've gone through theology. We've gone through evil foundation, and we've gone through causes. So today we might be able to go through evil Spoken words and so ties. Amen. And these equally are big, big ones. So we we'll see what the Lord will do today. First, let's go through um, the spoken words that are evil. One of the things we've seen is that... Uh, when we look at Matthew chapter 12, Matthew chapter 12, and first and foremost, let's go through uh, our main, um, our main, uh, our proof test today is uh, Second Corinthians chapter 10, okay? Let's go over it again. Let's read verse uh, 3, okay? So I read from King James Version just a moment. It says, for though we walk in the flesh, we do not walk after the flesh. Verse four. For the wep- for the weapons of our warfare are not carnal, but mighty through God to the pulling down of strongholds. So The weapons we have, they are designed to pull down strongholds. So it it depends on which weapons we are using, whether it's uh, uh, godly weapons or our our physical weapons. So we see here uh, strongholds, like I've explained many times, is to fortify, to... uh, Make uh, to um, uh, fortify, to make a castle, make a stronghold. Sometimes it could be um, an argument, okay, to fortify. And our role is to destroy those strongholds. We are to cast down towers and we have to, to take down captives. And the fortress, the towers, and the captives, they represent argument, okay? And these are strong rules. So we are going to talk about the um, one other factors, evil-spoken words. And these are words. That have power you know where it's have power jesus said in john six fifty three let's go to john six fifty three okay john six fifty three I hope you are there. The Book of John, chapter six, then from uh, verse uh, verse sixty-three. Okay, he said, "It is the Spirit that quickeneth the flesh." It is the it is the it is the spirit that quickeneth the flesh. Profited nothing. The words that I speak unto you, they are spirit, and they are what life. Hallelujah. So the word that that we speak, they are spirit and they are life. Okay, that is why when you go to uh, Isaiah. Isaiah chapter 55 from verse 11. So the word of God stays here. He said, so shall my word be that goes forth from my mouth. It shall not return to me void. You see, but it shall accomplish what I please. It shall prosper in the things for which I send. They are what? Spirit. They they go out. They are not just aimless, but they are spirit. And as a spirit, they are alive, and they are well, and they will accomplish whether good or whether bad. Okay? So, so if if, if we have designed the world, to produce life, it the world will go and produce life. We have designed the world to produce uh, negative, it will go and produce negative. If we have designed it to produce death, we will go and give death. So it, it's all about what we have said about the world. So it's accomplished what it pleases the speaker. And it shall prosper in the thing for which the speaker has sent it for. See? He says, So shall my word be that goes forth from my mouth. It shall not return to me void. That is without producing any effect, without any result, see. So it will it will always produce something. Okay. Excuse me. Hallelujah. It will always produce what? Result. It will it will produce something, whether good or whether bad. I I hope we've got this right. And that is the reason why we have to design ourselves to speak positively. Because Jesus has said that heaven and earth shall pass away, but my word shall not pass away. So words are very essential in our lives. We, we always eat what we speak. Whatever we sow, that is what we are going to reap. And Jesus said that in Matthew chapter 12. Matthew chapter 12. Okay. We are going to read from uh, verse 33. Okay. Verse 33. Let's read it from the King James Version. Okay. Let's see if we can read it from other translations where... um, Just a second now. Verse um, 33. Verse 33. So Jesus was speaking here. He said, Either make the tree good and his fruit good, or or else make the tree corrupt and his fruit corrupt. For the tree is known by its fruit. What is he saying here? So the the tree, a good tree, will always produce a good fruit. Or a corrupt tree will always produce a corrupt fruit. See, you, you cannot find a good tree producing a corrupt fruit to be a corrupt tree bringing forth a corrupt fruit. So a, a good man will always bring forth a good result. We'll always be producing a good speech. And an evil man will always bring forth uh, an evil speech and an evil result. And he went on to explain further, verse 34. He said, all oh, generation of vipers, how can vipers are like a, a poisonous snake? Okay? So, uh, denote the kinds or of categories of people who were around, people who are sneaky, people who uh, can destroy. Okay? So, say, how can you be evil speak good things? You see? For out of the abundance of the heart, the man speak it. So, out of the abundance of the heart, the man speaks. Okay? That is uh, Proverbs 23, verse 7. As a man thinks in his heart, so is he. Okay? Here, say, says, All generation of vipers, how can ye be evil, speak good things? For out of the abundance of the heart, the man speak. So, we are speaking out of our own re- re- reserves. That's why Jesus was talking to the uh, the people in uh, Romans chapter 8. He was talking to them. When you start reading from uh, verse 34 down, you begin to see that the devil was, was accusing them of speaking from, from their own reserves. Uh, Let's see if we can do that, okay, Romans chapter 8, then we will come back, okay, we'll come back. All right, sorry, I say Romans chapter 8, John chapter 8. John chapter 8, okay. So we see from, um, let's read from verse, uh, I'm just going to quickly read from verse 42. Okay? So, Romans, I mean, John chapter 8, since I like Romans, <laughs> John chapter 8 from verse 42. Jesus said to them, If God were your Father, you would love me, for I proceeded forth, I came from God. None have I come myself, but he said, he sent me. Why do you now understand my speech? Because you are not able to listen to my word. You are of your father, the devil, and the desires of your father. You want to do. He was a murderer from the beginning and does not stand in the truth because there is no truth in him. When he speaks a lie, he speaks from his own resources. For he is a liar and the father of it. So this is what I this is where I was heading to. This is verse uh, forty four. You see, he said when he speaks, that is when the devil speaks, he speaks a lie. Why? Because he speaks from his own resources. For he is a, a liar and the father of it. Some translations say some translation says he speaks from his own uh reserve. Is from his own container. The way he has all sorts of lies, he speaks from there, and he says. So, like, we speak from our heart. So, it, it it depends on what is in our heart, okay? So that's why he's a liar and the father of it, okay? So we will continue from. Uh, so, the same is true for us. When we speak, we are speaking from our own resources as well. And that is why we need to watch over whatever we speak. So, let's now continue with um, 34. Hallelujah. He said, Oh, generation of vipers, how can you be evil? Speak good things. You see, for out of the abundance of the heart, that is abundance of the heart, that is from our own resources, from whatever is there, from whatever we have in our heart, we we speak. You see, we cannot speak what, what is not there. We cannot give what is not there. We only give what is there. You see, you you give from what you have gotten. If you cannot give what you have gotten, or maybe you go and borrow, then you will give it. Okay? But after a while, your reality will speaking that it's not yours. You see? You, you will see that it was not actually yours. You have borrowed it. Okay? We might be borrowing to speak. You are borrowing to speak. Maybe we are borrowing to quote. We are borrowing to say things that. But after a while, people will realize that you have borrowed. That is not you. You see, you have borrowed. You have lived a lie that was not you. You see? So we we are not we. So we we are borrowing. You see? But when we actually speak, we should speak from what we have. And not borrowed. Okay? So here, verse 35 says, A good man, out of the good treasure of the heart, brings forth good things. And an evil man out of the evil treasure brings forth evil things. That is, a good man will always bring forth a good thing. And an evil man out of the evil treasure brings forth evil things. So you never see uh, a good man bringing forth evil things. You will always find an evil man bringing forth an evil thing. You see? So... So you, you will always find an, a, a good man bringing forth what? A good thing. And, uh, I mean, evil man bringing out evil things. And a good man bringing forth a good thing. You will not find it like that. You will not find it the other way round. Okay? So you will always find uh, a good man bringing forth uh, a good thing. Uh, good thing, good result, good blessing, good speech. Hallelujah. So, and that is how we need to live in an apple tree. We bring forth an apple tree. See? You will not find an apple tree bringing forth a mango tree. So, you will find uh, a mango tree bringing forth a mango tree. And uh, Um, um, you will not find uh, uh, cherry fruit under a mango tree. Okay, if you find a cherry fruit under a mango tree, then you will begin to question what is going on. Something is wrong. So, There are chances that the bears may have brought the cherry fruit down there or somebody may have brought it down there, okay? So you will not find a cherry fruit under a mango tree or a mango tree or under an apple tree, okay? You will always find an apple tree, uh, apple fruit, falling under an apple fruit. So you pick there and you eat. Okay, so when you find fruits under a tree which does not belong to it, so you question why they are there. So uh, you will always bring forth your kind, you see. You will bring forth your kind. You will not bring forth a a different kind. So you will see uh, a, a, a kind, okay. When you have brought forth a different kind, You know something is wrong. You know there has been a tempering of the genes of that thing, of that person. Hallelujah. Some days they'll be circulating dogs that look like human beings uh, face on the Internet. You will see the dog face is just like human beings. You see? So I don't know what is going on. Uh, I know the world is capable of tempering with certain things. So that is what we need to be careful about all these things. You see? So there are tempering that can be done that it will look like a, 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 a completely a different person, different thing. So you will see uh, the temper with uh, 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 so many fruits, they, some of them don't have fruits. I mean, they don't have seed, you see? um, You can see them, they don't have seed. They're supposed to have seed, you see. So those are the things I'm talking about. So if they can temper with them and they can alter them and they begin to produce uh, something which is strange, which is not from the natural way of living. So, but what I'm describing here is we are bringing forth what we are, and not imitation, and not temporary. See, but we are looking for a way where God can change us spiritually. So if we have been bad, God can change our spiritual life, man, to begin to bring forth good mm-hmm. results, God results, how God wants us to live how God wants us to behave, our attitude to ourselves, our attitude to people, and our attitude to God. See, are we living the life God wants us to be or are we just living artificially? We are not living to our desired potential. See? So we need to ask God to change us. We need God to mold us and we want us to live a truly, spiritual life, not a life that is hidden uh, in the cupboard. You see, many of us are living a life that people want to see. It's not really our life. We are living a life that is not true. See, you find the real people, when they get home, you will see the true people they are. Many of us are hiding in a cupboard doing all kinds of things. It is when you are alone, you really know who you are. See, by then, you don't have anybody. But how is your behavior? How is your attitude? Because the Lord is watching. Jehovah is watching you. Your relationship with him, relationship with your fellow brothers, relationship with your sisters, relationship with the people you have. Is very essential in our life. Hallelujah. Now, one of the things I need to go forth about is in the dream. You know, dreams are very, 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 very essential. I don't know how much I can say very, very, very important in our lives. It's another dimension in our way of living. See, when we sleep, we find our spirit alive. So we begin to find all kinds of relationships. We find we have a different life. See, then how, is our, how do we speak? So whatever we speak here, we also translate in the dream. The way we live here, we also translate in the dream. That is why we have to be very careful of what we are watching, what kinds of movies you watch, what kinds of speech have you spoken in the day before you finally wind out in the night. Very, very important. Now you notice here in verse 36, verse 36, Jesus is speaking, that is, Matthew twelve thirty six. we are still on that, Matthew chapter 12. He said, but I say unto you that every idle word that men shall speak, men shall give account thereof in the day of judgment. You see, he said, verse 37 says, he said, for by thy words thou shalt be justified, and by thy same words thou shalt be condemned. So this is very scary. That is why we need a a serious grace of God in our lives, see? And I can see many people, every time they say F-word, F-word, you can imagine that, see? Uh, uh, (laughs) I I have a friend uh, with him during lunch, every time he says F-word. He thought I was impressed with that. (laughs) <laughs> I don't get impressed with, with F-word. and So I don't get impressed with those things. You see? He said, But I say unto you that every idle word that may speak, you see, they are what? They shall give an account of the what? <laughs> Excuse me. They will give an account of what, of of them. You see, so whatever we speak, whatever whatever we speak, you see, like that uh, f and uh, f word I just said, these are idle words. You see, they are baseless. They they are they are, uh, are bringing uh, a different spirit to our life. You see. Most of the time we speak it to belong to society to belong to the world to uh act to be cool you see to think that I'm a guy i am tough this kind this and that I don't know if many other meanings might be attributed to it you see so they do they don't produce appreciable results okay. They are not adding to our lives ritually. Rather, they are destroying us. You see, I don't see where you, uh, uh, you, you, when we call ourselves a Christian, we begin to use F-word and all kinds of other words. That's not the only one. There are so many other ones that people are speaking. But one of the ways that we begin to see ourselves living like verse 35 a good man out of the good treasure of the heart. Is read out that F word. That's number one. Read that out, you see, and begin to speak nice Well, you, you can deliver yourself from that. That is self-deliverance right away, you see. You can self-deliver yourself from that. You know, there are so many demons, see, out there. So this is one of the demons speaking stuff that we not build ourselves you see so you can tell yourself I will not be cursing I will not be uh, speaking curse words you see I will not be uh, talking trash I will not be speaking all these F words You, we have just self-deliver deliver ourselves right there you see so one demon is gone you see so we start to speak something that will bless if yourself and bless a fellow brother, bless other person, you see. So I I say unto you that every idle word that men shall speak, they shall give account thereof in the day of judgment. So there will be an account, there will be uh, a reparation, a, a, a payment for all the words that we are Speaking, you see, and we will be judged according to what we have said. For by the word thou shalt be justified, and by the words thou shalt be what? Condemned. Hallelujah. So we need to be very careful of what transpires out of our mouth, what we are saying, and what we intend it to be, you see. Is it going to be just the idol wars? Is it going to bless people? Is, is, going, is it going to make people big? Or is it going to make people small? Or is it going to cost people? So we ought to bless people. See? We need to bless people. We need to give them uh, good blessing. Okay? So James talked about this and uh, uh, about the tongues and what we need to do with the tongues, okay? So it's very important we uh, realize all these things, okay? So we need to speak from our mouth, and we need to speak good things to bless people and not cause them. Hallelujah. Okay. Now let's talk about... Uh, And uh, let me write, let, let's have the, said, you know, Proverbs 18.21 says, death and life are in the power of the tongue, and those who love it will eat its fruit, okay? Death and life are in the power of the tongue. So, very, very important that uh, we, um, we, um, uh, watch over what we say and let us uh, uh, tame our tongue. Very important. So James chapter 3 talks about that. So time will not permit to go over that. So just read it on, our, on your own. James chapter 3 from verse 1 to 12. Okay? Very important. Hallelujah. Now let's go to the soul ties. The soul ties is another factor that the enemy institutes the strongholds, you see, they institute strongholds to soul ties. And the Bible strictly talks about soul ties as well. And we are feeling day in, day out, you see. So in the Bible when we, it doesn't Specifically, it's so soul tie. But it speaks of them when it talks about soul being knit together. That is being joined together. That is uh, becoming one flesh. Okay? So a soul tie can serve many functions, but it is simply uh, a form that it ties two souls together in the spiritual realm. Hallelujah very important in our lives see so 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 a soul tie is an emotional relationship or is a is an an emotional tie or connection that unites uh, two or more people together so we, we can become bound to a person to our soul, we can be bound to a person. Through where our soul? Okay. <clears throat> now we we we've seen this in uh, um, in ourselves. So you find out yourselves uh, being bound to somebody. Most of the time you we we always see this in in relationship relationship with your girlfriend or your past girlfriend and relationship with uh, your boyfriend and uh what I believe also is relationship in the dream see so there are soul ties also. That can be found in the spiritual realm where we dream and we have relationships. You see? So, this is very disastrous. And we find ourselves tormented by thoughts about a person. See? Effectively wondering about them. See? And we begin to react to them in our hearts. And so, you will find that it's so tired already. Is so tired already when we rehearse a relationship in our heart often and often. This is past relationship, you see. So sometimes we get grieved and we find that we are broken. So when we have that, we have so ties. They are formed through close friendship, they are formed through vows. You know, when we take a vow, and there are so many people unknowingly, foolishly, you see, when somebody tells you, oh, I love you so much, I love you so much, so let's do vow, let's do covenant, and some of them, innocently, they even use their uh, many things, maybe blood and all that, I don't know. But there are so many people using all kinds of strange things to make mm-hmm. vows, to make covenants or uh, commitment, promises. You see. Who the only person we do that with is our Lord Jesus Christ. We don't have any covenant with anyone. Do not make any covenant with any 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 person or whether he's so loving or yeah, anything can happen. Then what happens to that covenant? How do you do with that covenant? How do you remove that covenant? That vow, how do you remove it? You see? So, the only person you have covenant, you have vows with, is your Lord. Okay? Your Lord Jesus Christ. Other than that, do you not hold any vow any covenant with any person, whether loving or not loving. Hallelujah. So they will tell you in time what will be the result. See? So the devil will always come to destroy. He always come to steal. And we always come to come and take everything that belongs to us. See? So you know we are we are flesh and we are blood. So we are always there, we are always uh always there, sometimes vulnerable. And the the enemy is seeking, the Bible says he's seeking for who he will devour, he will find an entrance one day. That that vow, that covenant, he will penetrate. See, and he will penetrate it and he will temper with it. You will find this one become offended and the the he, uh, and and the law said that it's offense will come. It it will definitely come. You see. So how do we deal with the offense? And whenever the offense comes, the devil has found an entrance. And when he finds an entrance, what does he do? He will bring that relationship down. He will temper with that relationship. And when he relationship, then what happens to that covenant, that vow that we have made? So you can see, you see. So the only relationship, the only covenant we want to make that will be lasting, which will be profitable, To us, is that relationship with our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ. Hallelujah. So let's read uh, First Samuel chapter eighteen. It's a typical relationship. It's a blessed relationship. Okay. Uh, First Samuel chapter eighteen. First Samuel chapter eighteen. See if we can give an example. Uh, okay. First Samuel chapter eighteen. Let's read from verse one. Okay. I'm going to read from uh I'm going to read from uh from verse one. Okay. I'm reading from King James Version. So uh let's see let's see if uh Just a moment, while you are looking for your translation, I mean for your. I'm just going to uh, see what I can do here. Hallelujah. So I hope you understand what I'm saying. I'm not saying we should not have a relationship, but uh, covenant. But have to be careful who you make it with. My advice is make it with your Lord and Master Savior. Somebody might say he loves you, but he might be on a shaking ground. Hallelujah. He might be on what? On a shaking ground. So and when it is shaking, anything can happen. Hallelujah. So um, let's see if I can have the uh, read it. Okay, and it came to pass when he had made an end of speaking unto Saul, that that when he had made an end of speaking unto Saul, that the soul of Jonathan was knit with the soul of David. Can you imagine that that the soul of Jonathan was knit with the soul of David, and Jonathan loved him as his own soul. So you can see here a relationship that is bound by what? The soul. You see, meet here means to be what? Confined, to be joined together. Excuse me. To be what? Confined. To be in love, to bind up, to make up, to join together. So so this is a relationship that was bind by what love between Jonathan and David. Many people have reasoned this to be it was sexual. This is just an affectionate, emotional loving between two people. You see, it doesn't necessarily translate to be it was sexual or they were now gay and uh having all kinds of that lifestyle. No, this is a relationship between two people. Did you find that in David's life? Did, did we find that in his life? At least we could have find that in all his in, in his relationship. Read, read the life of David. Did you find where David had a relationship with men? No. But he had a relationship with several women. You see? had a relationship with several women he even killed a man because of his wife you see but he did not kill uh, a woman because of his husband and take the husband and have sex with the, the husband no you see so I don't know what what the devil is doing in the mind of people uh, when I grew up we, we used to hold our hands with, I, I hold I hold hands with my my cousins I mean <laughs> yeah, my cousin, the 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 male the male, yeah. We hold ourselves on the street, we walk because we love ourselves. You see. Does that mean we are having sex together? No. It's not that does not even cross our mind. It's evil. You see? So we don't know why people are saying here when the moment they say it's deep oh it's over they we are doing it so we have to do it. No. You see so it's a relationship that is bound by God and when relationships is bound by God it doesn't necessarily mean that they were having a sexual encounter here. It's an example for us to to follow that we can be bound by love and be together. And love says as the Lord loves us, you see. So you see here, it's an example for us, okay. So there are subtypes that we also have in the dream, you see. And this is very serious. You'll find every night, you'll find uh, people coming to sleep with you. you find uh, male, see, you are a woman. You have soul ties in the dream with another man, and every night you enjoy yourself, see, and every night you are always hoping you enjoy it. But in the day, things are not going well. You you see your side. You see your lifestyle is not good. But in the night you enjoy, it, you see, and it's a pattern that has come to be, and you think that is normal, you see, uh, it's a lifestyle that you find that is happening, but you don't know how to 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 believe whether it is evil, you see. Just like many people, they they drink. They say, "Oh, I drink," uh, uh, or they smoke. They say, "Oh, I, I smoke." Uh, I'm a Christian. Is is that bad? You see, but you are smoking, and you are a Christian. But you know smoking can destroy the body, and the Lord wants us to what? Not destroy the body. And Second Corinthians chapter six talks about what? evil communication corrupt what? good manners He said do not be yoked with what unbelievers and after that it talks about the body the body is the temple of what of the holy ghost because the lord is dwelling in our body okay let's let's read that quickly okay second corinthians okay chapter 6. Okay, let's read from verse 14. Now, I'm just going to read from New King James Version. Okay? New King James Version from verse 14. I hope you're already there. He said, Do you not be unqually yoked together with what? Unbelievers. For what fellowship has righteousness with what? Lawlessness. You see? And what communion has light with darkness? You see, we do not need to make a soul tie with what? Unbelievers. You see, making a soul tie with what? Other gods. Making a soul tie with people who don't believe in what you believe in. You see, and most of the time, the reason we have is we can change them. You see, it's like we say, "I will deliver them," but you yourself know that you are not strong. You are, you yourself are standing on a shaking ground. So, if that is the case, if you are not able to deliver that person, he will deliver you. You see, not sooner or later, you begin to behave like that person. You begin to talk like that person. You begin to act like that person. Your behavior will not be far too far far from that person. You begin to act exactly the same way, and you begin to think that it is cool, it is normal, and so ties. Okay. So um, it said verse 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 thirteen verse fifteen says, and what accord has Christ with Belea? That is other gods. Uh, or what part has a believer with an unbeliever, And what agreement has the temple of God with idols? For you are the temple of the living God. And God has said, I will dwell in them and walk among them. I will be their God and they shall be my people. You see what I was saying? So when we smoke in our body the Lord has said that I will dwell in us because the temple, the body is the temple of the living God. You see? So those are the things I'm trying to explain here that most of the time we don't know. You see, you say, oh, but I'm a Christian, I can smoke. But you did not create yourself. God created you. So your real self is spirit, the body we, it's a renter. it's a vessel, it's a clay it's a, we are dust we are and we are going to return to dust so he mowed us, he made us the way we should be and our role, our responsibility is for us to take care of this body, we are not to destroy it. we are not to do all sort of Arms or evil. And that is the reason why it said, Be holy as I am holy. Like all of this, I'll be talking about all this. One of the ways we can cancel it, destroy it, is simply to be holy. Begin to live a holy life. You see, begin to what? Live a holy life but i will challenge you the devil will fight against that holy life he will not want you to live holy he will not want you to talk holy he will still want you to talk trash he will still want you to curse bad in your mind he will put a a a a mind of offense and every time we get offended, we get angry, put all signs, all, all sort of evil in our hearts, and the Lord dwells in our hearts. It's, it's the residence of the Lord in our hearts. You see? So we need to renew our mind. We need to tell ourselves, no, I'm not going to begin to act that way I'm not going to allow people to get me offended. I'm not going to make people uh, uh, evil, cursing them. I'm going to bless people, and I'm going to honor people. I'm going to respect people. I'm going to love all people, irrespective of their color, irrespective of their uh, status, irrespective of their power, They they have no status. They have no no. uh, You you find people they they are hungry. You you find people they are in poverty. Do you love them? Do you still accept them? You find people they have different colors. Do you only love your own kinds, your own kinds of uh, uh, people? It's an example of being holy. You know, God loves all, all of us. He doesn't care whether we are black. He doesn't care whether we are yellow. He doesn't care whether we are brown. He doesn't care whether whoever we are, he does not care. But he loves us. He died for us. He came to this world. Say, for God so loved the world that he sent his only begotten Son, that whoever delivered on him should not perish but have an everlasting life. So he came and died for Everyone doesn't come to die for a particular use, doesn't come to die for a particular region, doesn't come to die for a particular place, doesn't come to pay, uh, uh, pay that price for a particular kind of people. He paid the price for every one of us. So we need to realize that our holiness depends on what the Lord has done. And when we begin to act in that holiness, it will help us in every challenges that we are facing. It will help us to break forth everything that the enemy has taken from our life. It will break every stronghold in our life. Now, I believe you, I have talked just briefly on the uh, several ways that the devil has put us in bondages. So these are just a, a tip of the iceberg, there are so many out there, there are so many you may have found, but it's not about how many we have found, but it's about we beginning to live above these strongholds it's about it's about we counseling every of these ways in our lives, breaking forth every bring, bring, breaking out the breaking out of all these strongholds. Pulling them down, canceling them in our lives, canceling them in our family, canceling them in our workplace, canceling them in our business, canceling them in our relationship, canceling them in our dreams, canceling when we go out, canceling when we come in, canceling when we lie down, canceling them when we rise up in every area of our life by the Jesus power in the name of Jesus. You see? So I have run out of time. For one or two minutes that is left, but I just want us to use it to pray. Okay, just join with me, please, and let's be in in accord with one another. Hallelujah. Father, we just thank you for your word today. Your word is spirit and they are life. We thank you that we produce fruit, we produce increase, produce blessing to the hearer. In the name of Jesus. Even as uh, you have used me to speak today, let me bring forth increase in the life of your people, in the life of your children. Let it break, uh, break every forces of the enemy, break every stronghold, break everything that binds us from moving forward, break, break every spirit of sickness, break every spirit of challenges, break every spirit of disappointment, every lack, every defeat, Every failure, every stronghold, that debit sickness, that debit lack, defeat poverty, I break it in the name of Jesus. Father, we thank you. We bless you today in the name of Jesus. Today is a new day in our lives. Father, we begin to live a new life, a life that you have portioned unto us in the name of Jesus. For you have designed also God. In the name of Jesus, you have made us a new a new creation that we have to live a purpose, the purpose for which you live us. In the name of Jesus, for we are your workmanship, O oh God. You have created us, O oh God, for good works, which you have prepared beforehand for each and every one of us that we should work in them. Let us work in that purpose. That workmanship of oh God you designed us for, let it be, let it be, let it be, let it be in the name of Jesus. We cancel every uh, redirection of the enemy. We cancel it. Let us fulfill our purpose, O oh God. We thank you. We bless you. We give you all that praises in the name of Jesus. And the people say, Amen. Amen and amen. So, remain blessed, okay? God bless you. uh, Remain blessed. We'll see you next time in Christ Jesus. Amen. Hallelujah. Amen.